and welcome back to another week of the City SC Reports Weekly Recap. I'm Matt Baker, here to bring you all of the latest news and rumors from St. Louis City SC over the past week. This week, we'll start with a look back to the regular season finale for City 2 in MLS Next Pro, as they took on Sporting Kansas City 2 on Sunday, September 18th, and yes, an update to Centene Stadium will be included in that. From there, we'll take a look at a couple exciting moments for our academy before shifting to off-the-field action, including an EMLS update, a new announcement in the partnership between Together Credit Union and St. Louis City SC, and we'll take a look back at the first major event to be held at Centene Stadium, the Biz Dash, which took place on Thursday, September 22nd. But first, we'll start with our Western Conference champions, St. Louis City 2. In their last match of the year, a match that was originally scheduled to open Centene Stadium to 11,000 season ticket holders, City 2 hosted SKC2 at Ralph Cordy Stadium on SIUE's campus. In a lot of ways, this was a traditional City 2 match. The possession skewed to SKC2, 53-47%. The shots were heavily in favor of City 2, 23-8, with City 2 also leading in shots on goal, 9-3. City 2 led in corner opportunities also, 9-1, while SKC2 outpassed City 2, 390-321. All of these stats heavily mirror what City 2 has done all season long. Their high-press style of play always produces a ton of chances, and our style is not designed to possess and pass laterally, while we often win corners with the number of shots that are deflected. Unfortunately, in the one stat that matters, this was also more or less a traditional City 2 performance, at least as of recently, as the club was only able to muster one goal. The goal came in the 12th minute as Akil Watts took a corner and Kyle Hebert caught a header in the center of the box. It seemed to take a deflection off a defender's chest, but regardless, it got by their keeper for the early lead. Unfortunately, that was all that City 2 would be able to get. In the 63rd minute, SKC 2 took advantage of a Selmer Pedro miscue after a throw-in led to the ball deep in City 2's own zone with Pedro as the last man back. The turnover led to an easy two-on-none break where TJ Fata from SKC 2 received the final pass for an open goal to equalize. The game got chippy as nine minutes of stoppage time were added after numerous stops, injuries, and subs, but after a tremendous performance by SKC2's 16-year-old goalkeeper Carlito Sailong, the game ended in a 1-1 tie, forcing a PK shootout, which is the standard finish for MLS Next Pro matches that end regulation in a tie. A highlight of the shootout was a save on the second shot by City2's Michael Creek. However, Two stops by SKC2 on Ben DeRosa and Isak Jensen sealed the win for SKC2 5-4. A bittersweet ending to the season for City2, however, by the time regulation ended, word had already begun circulating through the supporter section and the fans that the two matches the fans were keeping an eye on during Decision Day, Tacoma Defiance versus Portland Timbers 2 and Houston Dynamo Dose versus North Texas SC, had fallen exactly as City 2 needed, and one point was enough for City 2 to end the season as the first ever MLS Next Pro Western Conference champions. The number one seed in the West and number two seed overall in the league means that if City 2 can make it that far, they will host the Western Conference Finals in addition to hosting on September 25th against North Texas SC. Additionally, if a cup final is reached, they would host if their opponent is anyone but Columbus Crew 2. If the final is Crew 2 versus City 2, it would be in Columbus. But all eyes right now are on North Texas SC for the rubber match between these two clubs. City 2 took the win at home on July 22nd, 2-0, while North Texas defeated City 2 in Arlington 3-1 on September 11th. City 2 will be without the services of their perennial striker and leading goal scorer Josh Doling, 
as he serves the third of his three-game suspension after a straight red card received in the last match against North Texas. In addition to Dahling, Jacques Klaus is also expected to be out, still recovering from his soft tissue injury. City 2 will once again look to Dita Armstrong and Caden Glover as their forwards, and we no doubt expect to see plenty of Vitor Diaz, Tomas Ostrak, Juan Cousin, and Celio Pompeu as our attacking midfield. City 2 will need to right their ship with finishing 2. After winning Club of the Month in August, scoring 16 goals in 4 matches and going 4-0, City 2 has gone 0-2-1 in September with just 2 goals scored in their last 3 matches. Game time on Sunday, September 25th will be 6pm at Ralph Cordy Stadium in Edwardsville, with a tailgate led by the St. Luligans and St. Louis City Punks starting at 4pm. With the game being held at Ralph Cordy, that obviously means that once again, Centene Stadium remains unavailable to host a City 2 match. After the devastating news that the SKC 2 game could not be played at Centene, Fox 2 reported that on September 7th, construction workers from the City of St. Louis hit and damaged two underground conduits on 22nd Street just to the west of the stadium, as they were installing a streetlight conduit as part of a $17 million street improvement plan. While bad enough, reporting by the Post-Dispatch said that the damaged conduit went unrepaired and remained uncovered while a rainstorm poured water into that area, housing the stadium's communication and electrical room. Additionally, this week, an engineer from the city of St. Louis said the damaged underground conduits included what was found to be a private electrical run running between the stadium and a VIP parking lot that wasn't marked or identified through Missouri One Call Dig Right, the utility line locating service. He also said no one with the stadium construction staff had alerted the city contractors to the location of the private conduit run. And in the Post-Dispatch's article, the engineer said in an email to other city officials on September 8th that apparently the water that got in through the broken conduit fried a couple of proprietary main breakers for the stadium. What all of this means for fans is that proprietary custom parts have to be ordered, built, delivered, and installed before full power can be restored to the stadium. With the MLS Next Pro playoffs only running through October 8th, it is appearing ever more unlikely that the stadium will be able to host a City 2 matchup. You never know what could happen, though, and what a storybook ending to the season it could be if the first ever MLS Next Pro Cup match would be held at Centene. While that's a bit of a downer to tack onto City 2 winning the Western Conference, the club also had some exciting on-field academy performances to celebrate this week. The club's U23 side, which competes in the UPSL, played pre-college DA out of Nashville, Tennessee, on Saturday, September 17th at Creedcore Soccer Complex, and they came out on top 2-1. Goals were scored by Anthony Falpel and by MLS Next all-star and frequent U.S. youth national team call-up Fritz Vollmer. Our academy's U23 side is in action once again this Saturday, September 24th, visiting Nashville Knights FC at Siegel Park in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Another Academy standout, midfielder Aaron Hurd, was also featured this week as he was called up to the youth national team side for their Vaclav Jesik tournament played in Zlin, Czech Republic from September 16th through the 26th. Games are played on September 21st, 23rd, and 25th, all, unfortunately, on pay-per-view. According to reports, Hurd started at least one match so far at right-center midfield on September 21st, and despite playing potentially outside of his comfort zone a bit, had some standout moments in the game. Best of luck to Aaron as he finishes out this tournament with the national team. Shifting to off-the-field action and a new twist on an old partnership. Last year, City SC announced that Together Credit Union would be a founding partner 
and hold naming rights for a club section within Centene Stadium. This week, we received the next iteration of that partnership in the form of City's official debit card. City red in color, this card will have some very interesting perks in and around the stadium that fans will want to pay attention to. From the club's press release, quote, designed in the club's distinct City red color and featuring its trademarked logo, the City debit card offers fan-exclusive advantages including 10% off food and beverage purchases at all STL City home matches beginning in 2023, 10% off St. Louis City SC retail items at the Team Pavilion or inside the stadium on match day, and express entry to all St. Louis City SC home matches beginning in 2023. As an added bonus, Together Credit Union will send new cardholders a commemorative print of Centene Stadium while supplies last. These will be sent out starting in October 2022, and you may want to head to your nearest Together Credit Union to take full advantage of these perks and the Centene print if you haven't already. This week also saw an exciting announcement regarding EMLS. City and other MLS clubs announced a new competition, the EMLS Amateur Cup. Beginning with a qualifier tournament on October 15th, each club will crown their own EMLS Amateur Club champion. These club champions will then go on to a national stage, competing against other clubs. A champion and an eventual EMLS Amateur Cup champion will be named with a trip to MLS Cup 2022 on the line as well. To join, check out the link in a tweet that St. Louis City SC sent out on September 21st. Finally, the St. Louis Sports Commission held their annual BizDash5K run, known as St. Louis's Healthiest Happy Hour, on Thursday, September 22nd at Centene Stadium. With a starting line on Market just east of the stadium, a finish line on Chestnut leading directly to the stadium, and a runner's village that took over the Lufus Plaza, The stadium was on full display for over 7,000 runners, businesses, and individuals who participated. The stadium, as much as could be, you know, given the issues they're facing, was fully lit up and on full display. Fans even had the chance to catch an up-close look at the new grow lights that were brought out this week onto the grass field inside Centene Stadium. In addition to the festivities, St. Louis City staff had another notch on their belt as they took home the top team in sports, fitness, and recreation category, which is awarded after combining the top two male and top two female finisher times from each eligible organization. This is especially notable and fun, as we understand that the St. Louis Cardinals have won each year of the BizDash, only to lose out to the new kids on the block in their first year competing. Who doesn't love a little bit of friendly competition between our sports teams, especially when our soccer club can come out on top? Another fun week of games, news, and experiences. Hopefully that catches you up on everything going on with St. Louis City SC. That's all for now. I'm Matt Baker. You can follow me at MattBakerSTL on the socials, and don't forget to follow our entire group at CitySC Report. Thank you for joining me here at CitySC Report's weekly recap. Be kind to each other, and have a great week ahead. Mm-hmm.